Welcome to Beyond the Field, your property finance and general discussion podcast series powered by Money Empire. We're a team of financial advisors here to help you tick off your property and finance goals. When we say Beyond the Field, we mean this to be beyond whatever field you're used to. So kick back, relax and enjoy the podcast. My name is Kane. I'm here with the lovely Goran, very pretty, and the very handsome Neve from Money Empire. Thank you, How, are we? How are we? Good. 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 Today we're going to talk about afterpay, which is really topical at the moment. Um, one, because uh, it's very fintechy and it's a platform that everybody's getting into, but two, how it really impacts um, your ability to obtain credit moving forward, more so on the mortgage side, which we're seeing more and more of. So I'm going to throw it to the beautiful Goran firstly um, to maybe give some a bit of dialogue on that. Thank you very much for the kind words. Yeah, Afterpay is a service that obviously has come to fruition sort of in, more so in the last year or two and gives the ability to people to buy things without paying um, it obviously, in, in full up front. Inception. Inception, since inception, yes. Yeah. So they pay it off in monthly installments. Now, um, doing what we're doing in terms of helping people with finance, we go through a lot of bank statements and have seen a lot of this stuff. And more and more now, we've been asked a lot of questions in terms of, oh, sorry, feedback from the bank. What is this? What is the monthly um, payment this for? And when's it going to stop? Stuff like that. And what you'll see, I feel, especially with the changes from the Triple CFA Act, is um, people will uh, lenders will start asking more questions as in when will this be paid off and they'll probably want some um, confirmation that this is actually paid off at a certain given time yeah so um before i go to the beautiful nev who's very young uh, and probably is right into this um afterpay thing um what i will say is it's the generation now which um we see they want everything now even if they can't obtain that and afterpay is great for that you might not have the capital up front full amount and um, to do it you can buy it and you pay along the way over a six payments or whatever so um Nev I just want you to jump in here because I do believe you've used afterpay before in a good way obviously for yeah. groceries um, <laughs> and if you can just sort of give us your experience on afterpay and then from that your experience as a loan writer for us and what that is with afterpay yeah, well, I think with Afterpay for young people, it is very enticing to use because when you go to, you know, check out online and pay now or whatever, it has the option pay now $19 instead of like, you know, 120 or whatever the full purchase price is. So I think people can get quite caught out using it. I mean, I personally have like to think I've been quite smart with it and I have just bought bigger ticket items, you know, that I can pay off in monthly installments yeah. which is a bit better mm -hmm. i don't actually use it anymore because i feel like i was starting to get a bit caught out like oh you know it's easy to use and yeah from a loan writer perspective it doesn't help with the application you know you do have to disclose it down as a debt and even if you're not using it you still come up that you've got a limit and the more that you use the afterpay the higher your limit goes so when they know that you're going to make your repayments you know, your limit increases and that's when you do get caught out with the bank. And often they'll actually ask you to fully close the facility and yeah. send confirmation now as well. I think um, going forward, if, if, say, for example, if a person obtains, say, five big ticket items and they're all on afterpay, that shows a bit of appetite mm. to, you know, spending, Yeah, which is what, what banks don't like. So yeah. they're seeing in their eyes, well, shit, you've applied for an $800,000 mortgage mm -hmm. on paper. Yes, you can service it even with our test rates, but, you know, 
we're seeing a lot of stuff here that shows um, appetite for, you know, spending and debt. Now I know why you came in with that Michael Hill jewel. <laughs> <laughs> the old gangster boogie. Um, what I will say, though, is um, it does have its place. Um, you think of people that um, may be buying a house and um, they've spent all their resources and capital to get into that house, which is a great thing because they're buying an asset and they may need some stuff around the home mm. to fit it out. So it definitely does has, have its place, but you need to understand what implications can be um, one, if you can't meet the debt requirement repayments, um, and two, what it could do to your credit score. So be safe and stay kind. Hopefully you enjoyed the podcast today. For more info on this podcast and a heap more, check us out on Beyond the Field on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And hit the subscribe button. Take the reins of your future and feel empowered with Beyond the Field.